Hey, it's Nick from the Nick Smith Podcast, and this week we are getting into a lot of stuff. We're talking about how do we live by principle and not by feelings. Now, I know this may step on some toes because we're talking about church leadership. We're talking about accountability. We're talking about self-discipline, um, and you know, some people are going to get upset, but you'll be all right. Grace of God's going to go before us, and he's going to soften hearts. So please tap in, join the conversation, and let's get to it. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Connecting you to living truth. If you'd like to support our podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or join our inner circle through Patreon.com. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends and family can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And we are moving on past distraction. Moving away We're from distraction. Don't Bye, be distraction. Distracted. Don't need you anymore. We're focused now. Everybody's focused. You know what you're doing. <laughs> that series Focus. is yes. over. And we're moving on into what I think is probably my greatest area of weakness, mm. um, which is Barbecuing training. ribs. Oh. Yeah. Say it again. That too. <laughs> <laughs> training. Training. No, and, and I say weakness, like, it's not that I can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's that I don't. I don't know what it is, really. I can't. I can't tell you. 100% oh, we're gonna we gonna get into it. But before I we do, uh, Inner Circle, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hey. If you want to know more about being a part of our Inner Circle, please go to Patreon.com/slash Nick Smith Podcast. And we got something coming for our Inner Circle. It's I think we're two pages away from finishing it. It is our real life no myth coloring book mm-hmm. and the devotional. And the right? devotional, yes, we're just waiting on that to be edited. So devotional is being edited. It's coming your way. Inner Circle is going to get that first. Yes. So if you want to know more about that, check us out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into it because it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's bad. It's really, really It's not bad. really bad. I was just, we, we were talking before we started recording and I was like, you know, I think I need training. Like, I need it. I need that motivation. I think I thrive on the structure of an end goal mm-hmm. and starting with certain principles and um, disciplines that mm-hmm. like get me to that goal and not like, not just short term. But like even, well, maybe it is more short term. I, I think I like short term goals more than the long term because the long term I can get distracted. Huh? Come on, in which bring case it back. I would Full go circle. back and watch those episodes from before. <laughs> but it's like training is essential. But as Christians, we have to do it differently. Well, and, and let's just clarify what we're talking about. So like training uh, has a lot of meanings, right? So we can be talking about physical, train. spiritual, <laughs> <laughs> building trains. Um, we can talk all of this stuff, doing a conga line. Um, we can talk about all that. But um, specifically, how do we as Christians live with this mindset of, like Paul said, pursuing uh, a prize? Like we're, we, we, we make our bodies slave to, to this goal, this um, end thing. How do we do that even when we don't feel like it? Even in those seasons where we're not feeling the presence of God or we're not feeling the motivation or we don't feel all the warm and fuzzies, right? How do we, how do we pursue that goal in that moment? How do we live by principle, not by feeling? Wow. And, and that idea, um, first off is born out of, as Kylie Joe was just sharing is born out of our real life. Like this is something that we struggle with consistently, um, is having a consistency (laughs) in, in walking with purpose in everything that we do. Um, because it is, it's a lot easier to have purpose when you see the goal, right? Yeah. When you see the prize, like your prize yeah. is heaven. That's, that's awesome. But it's difficult at times to maintain a lifestyle of principle, maintain a lifestyle that has the intensity needed Yeah. to pursue uh, the things of the Lord when it's just like Tuesday, you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's just like, well, a, and we, we thrive so much on routine in mm-hmm. our culture. 
like routine and predictability and like things being the same. Like that's what we think of as the predominant consistency that we need Mm -hmm. because it's like, well, you need it. Like even with our jobs, it's like um, most traditional jobs, you have a start time, you have a period of time you're doing your work and then you have a clock out time. And then they have extra work they send you home with. Or you have overtime that you do on the weekend. That's traditional jobs. Now, not everybody works a traditional job. So I I get that that's, there's some nuance there, but we have this, like, we need routine, Mm -hmm. but it's so much deeper than just things happening at the same time every day Mm -hmm. that you can count on. Yeah. Um, We need like discipline and we need those principles to guide the routine. Cause like you can set up a schedule, but if you don't have principles for why you're doing this at this time, you're more likely to find other things to fill that routine. Like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I'm just doing it because it says it on the paper. Yeah. Um, maybe I could do something different I'm at the same time, but I'm still getting something done. Yeah. And that's where I personally fall into the like, oh, why do I do that? Yeah. And, and having a why, a deeper why is, is necessary for motivation. Um, but actually, so my father-in-law, shout out Wim Pusher. Um, I have multiple father-in-laws. One of my father-in-laws uh, shared. You got dads all around uh, Dads here. on dads on dads. That didn't sound right. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I meant multiple fathers. Anyway, one of my father-in-laws, we were having a conversation once, and he was saying that um, you can stop a man that's motivated, but you can't stop a man that made a decision. Mm. And that's something that I think we've lost in the church because being a Christian is supposed to be countercultural. Yeah. And the culture that we live in is stating that your feelings are your truth. And your truth and your feelings should dictate not only how you interact with the world, but how the world should interact with you, right? Yeah. Dealing with um, Generation Z and Generation Alpha, right? It's weird even saying that. But we, we deal with uh, children in our ministry and youths. And this concept of like, well, I feel this. Therefore, you have to cater the way, you, cater the way that you speak to me or cater the way that you interact with me. Um, that's something that we are actively teaching the students that we work with, it's like, no, the world doesn't change because the way you mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. Yet as Christians, we've kind of bought into that. Yeah. We've bought into that spiritual walk of like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna, I don't really feel like reading my word this week. I don't really feel like doing devotions. I don't really feel like going to church. I don't really feel like, so I'm just not going to do it. And I think now is one of the few times, and I don't know, cause I've only lived my life, right? I've never lived before my lifetime, but in doing research and, and looking at the history of the church, Going to church because you feel like it or not feel like it has never been a thing. Yeah. Like going to small groups, not going to small groups because I don't feel like it, not going to Bible study because I don't feel like the desire to do something was never important. Yeah. It was the principle behind the matter. It was, have you made the decision to follow Christ? Because if so, this is the path, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you've decided to go, like we were talking about training, if you've decided to, to run this marathon, you can't just get up one morning when you have the motivation, be like, I want to run the marathon today. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, you can, yeah. you'll probably die though. You can, <laughs> it's just not going to work out well. For it you. ain't going to work. You're going to fall. But if you say, okay, I want to run the marathon. And so now I have to pursue that goal. I have to mm-hmm. train. The path to the marathon is, is fraught with, you know, heartache and blisters and calluses and new shoes and, <laughs> and throwing sore up muscles and sore <laughs> muscles and you know, all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, but you, when you sign up to sign to um, run that marathon, that's the path you've chosen. Yeah. But so often in our Christian walk, we, we say we've signed up for this Christian thing, right? I want to be a believer in Christ. I want to follow Jesus. I want to, you know, he's radically transformed my heart. And so now I'm devoting my life to him. 
So I don't really feel like doing most of the stuff that he requires. Yeah, so I don't like dealing with people or I don't <laughs> like um, church, you know, church stuff, church politics. Church I love says, Jesus. I just don't do church. And you know? it's hard because not that not saying that Jesus says, hey, if you want to follow me, you have to be involved in church politics. It's not what we're saying. <laughs> but in the context of uh, especially if you are in Western culture in this context, part of engaging with the body of believers is understanding, well, if I'm going to be in community with people who follow Jesus, there's a way to do it. There's, yes. there's, there yes, is yes, a, yes. a path to engaging with people and being in proximity with people and connecting with them where they are. And, mm. and a lot of times we think that's only, you know, down on skid row. Like I'm going to connect with people where they are, but you also might need to connect with people where they are in the pew. Like you might mm-hmm. need to also change what you are putting on, um, that principle. Does that make sense? Like what yeah. you're, you are projecting onto the principle, like, well, in order to engage with people and be in community, I, what it really means is I should do it this way. Cause that's what I feel. Mm. And it's like, no, the principle says like community, godly community and where you are, the closest godly community is this. And you know what? That just brought a thought to my mind. Are you connecting with where you are? Like personally, like, are you connecting with where you are? Because so, so often I think we, we put that boundary of like in my own space, in my own home, my own job, I'll kind of do my Jesus thing. Mm -hmm. But when I'm, when I'm feeling, then I'll go to church, then I'll go to group, then I'll go to, but we're not actually allowing the Lord to, to meet us where we are because we put that boundary of like, well, I'm not feeling it now. When I am feeling it, when I get to this certain level, then I will engage. Mm -hmm. But God's like, no, you, we don't, we don't do that. Like wherever you are that's where the Lord's going to meet you. That's yeah. where um, rubber meets the road, as it were. So are you the rubber? Or the road. God's the rubber. Or the road. He's, the, he's everything. <laughs> he's the rubber and the road. He's both. You're just lucky so, to be there. <clears throat> so just kind of like drawing us back, like yes. um, it's, it's easy for us to get drawn into our feelings and to say, well, these, these things I should be doing as a, as a believer in Christ, I don't feel like doing them. Yeah. Um, I'm not motivated to do them, mm-hmm. but how do we get back to the principle? Like what, what draws us back into, um, cause really the, and it's hard because like principle versus, um, discipline, mm-hmm. like you have the discipline because of the principle. Yes. You don't, it's not vice versa. You don't just put on the, I'm going to have this discipline and then have no reason for it because then eventually it's not going to be discipline anymore. It's just going to be a random thing you do every now and then when you feel like it, which and, is a form of, you are disciplined. You're disciplined in following what you feel. And so the principle guides your discipline, right? That's the principle, yeah. you're disciplined to your principle. And if your principle is that my comfort is, is exalted, my comfort is highest. If your mm. principle is that leisure time is most important. If your principle is that, um, meh, like that's your principle. You don't really, <laughs> then your discipline will fall in line with that. Wow. Okay. And so your principle has to be on something greater than yourself and greater than, um, temporary feelings that flee, you know, based on whether you ate breakfast or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like, yeah, so we'll, we'll get to that. But, but before we do, but, 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 before we do, um, you know, somebody that needs to hear this, um, you need to share with someone that you've just been having a conversation because I know you had, you just had a conversation with somebody about, man, I really need to get back into reading my word. I just been so out of discipline. I haven't been able to go back to, to the gym, to be in fellowship. Uh, ain't been at the gym. My eating's been off. Like you just had this conversation. I know you did. So whoever you were talking to share this with them, be like, weren't we just talking about this? 
check it out because that's how the Holy Spirit moves. But anyway. Yes. yes. So um, this like idea of our of our principles and discipline and our feelings, like how we understand these things, it's really hard to do the honest work mm-hmm. of evaluating where you are on your own. Yes. Because. Oh, my goodness. Yes. We can always make exceptions for ourselves. Like I just did it today. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I shouldn't have any more, but you know what? I should. Cause I, you know, I kind of did a good <laughs> job yesterday and like instantly on my own, I justified something that if I was going based on my principles and having self-discipline yeah. and self-control, I would not have done. And so we need that community. We need accountability. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about all of these things at different points in the podcast. But I think when you were bringing up principles, um, honestly, it made me think of like military training. Yeah. Like when you think about it, people in combat, and if you've ever been in combat, maybe you can speak to this. Maybe this resonates with you. When you are, you know, in the thick of it and you know you have to get up and you have to grab your weapon and be ready on the front lines. The thought of, I don't really want to do this today. (laughs) It's not enough to stop you because why? Because you started your training in such a disciplined and rigorous way. Yeah. And you were taught. This is what you do in this environment. This is how you do it. And it was practiced so much to the point that, you know, you're, you were sweating so much. And mm-hmm. it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who aren't watching, she just made it. <laughs> but you got to a point where it was second nature. You got to a point you were broken out. Now the military does it in a very specific way. Yeah. The American military where you are broken down mentally, physically, emotionally to where you don't, you're not thinking about yourself anymore because you're doing this out of sacrifice for your country. Right. And for your family and the people around you. And so, and for your unit. And so when you get into that place, when you have the emotion of, I don't really want to be in this war. I don't really want to fight today. That is overridden by your innate sense of principle and duty and Mm -hmm. service and honor. And so as Christians, like there's a lot of things in the scriptures that compare like um, the walk of faith with like almost a military like position. Well, they used to call, I mean, think of the old hymns, like onward Christian soldier. Like I'm in the Lord's army. Like there, there is definitely principle. There are principles that align with that type of training and that type of devotion to a cause greater than yourself. And so, yeah, I honestly, the, the thought of, (laughs) I don't feel like fighting this war today. Um, those, those folks who are, I mean, we have a lot of people in our family and in our circle group, our friend circle. What, what am I saying? Circle Circle group, group, friend circle, inner circle, friend (laughs) group. We get together and talk about circles. Uh, (laughs) People that we know, um, that have been in combat and that's never a thought of like, "Ah, you know what? 5am came a little too early. I'm going to go and hit that snooze button. I mean, not going to meet for formation. Yes. But at the same time, like I'm sure the feeling comes along, but those people that we know, that was never what won the day. It wasn't like, That's I didn't right. feel like doing it, so I just didn't do it. Really? How did that work out for you in active combat? Come on now. It didn't happen because even though the feeling was there, yeah, they had to almost dissociate from the feeling for a moment in order to do the greater thing. And as Christians, we are not gifted. We are not disciplined or trained in this in our Western culture. It is yeah. not, we are so accustomed to obeying the comfort. Yeah. Obeying that. Well, well, wait a minute. That doesn't sound safe for my feelings. Or I, that doesn't sound fun. Like, listen, or entertaining. I, don't, I don't mean to step on toes, but I, but, but tuck your Pull feet in. Pull tuck back. your feet in if it's Pull a problem. 
our church leaders have, have trained us in that way. Like if you go to a lot of church leadership institutes, if you go to a lot of um, church growing, church seminars where they're teaching you how to reach lost people, a lot of times they're not teaching you how to reach lost people. They're teaching you great marketing and they're teaching you how to engage um, in a comfort-based society by, by providing a product that people will consume. Mm. And, and honestly, there's a lot of times I remember being uh, at that place where I'm like, I want to just tell people to, to just like hush and do your job. <laughs> like your job as a believer is to pray for people. I don't care if you don't like them, do your job. Like your job is to love people. That's what Christ calls yeah. us to. And if you don't want to do that, boo hoo, that's, that's fine. You mm. shouldn't want to pray for your enemy, but that's the sacrifice. That's what we're called to as believers. And that thought of they, they just didn't have anything fun. There was nothing entertaining. I just wasn't getting anything out of it, but what were you putting into it? Come on. What were you, how much devotion were you giving? And I'm speaking to myself. So if your toes hurt, mine hurt just as bad. Mm. Um, there are so many times where I find myself in the middle of a book, even I'll be halfway through the book. I'm like, yeah, I don't really feel like finishing that. <laughs> like, but where's your sense of commitment, right, Mr. Smith? Right. Where's your sense of follow through? Right. Um, you started it, finish it. Um, but we don't have that isn't cultivated in the church. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's been gifted to us. And, yeah. and I love that in the ancient Hebrew, like, or even the Hebrew language now, like the idea of righteousness is equated. It's, it's a very tangible language. Like when you read um, the ancient text, like that idea of righteousness is equated with walking rightly. It, mm. It's equated not with how you feel. Um, the righteous aren't those that had good thoughts about what they did. The righteous are those that did good. Yeah. Right. There is not, well, I know I didn't actually stop and help them, but I, I, I sent out my thoughts and prayers. And so, no, you're not righteous because of what you thought. You're righteous because of what you did based mm -hmm. on the faith that God gave you, right? Yeah. It's the faith that, that makes you righteous, but that's demonstrated in your works. And we see that in the New mm -hmm. Testament. We see it in James. We see um, in Paul's writing. We see all of this equates to like, it's not about how you feel. It's about what you do. And I think at the end of the day, as a believer, we have to come to that point where we have to um, enter into community humbly and be allowed to be disillusioned or um, let go of our disillusionment so that we can enter into reality and be like, you know what? I ain't been doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And well, it's okay. There's grace for that. Yeah. And like with the feelings piece, like again, going back to, we've talked about this before. What does your feelings say about you? I don't feel like doing mm, this. Good. Okay. Well, why, why don't you feel like serving other people? Mm. What does that say? What is the, the greater thing that needs to be, what's the greater mountain that you need to say, get out? Like mm, what, good. what is the bigger thing? And so I think we, we can definitely have a time of like, I'm, I'm putting my feelings to the side, not in a sense of, of stuffing them down and ignoring them, mm -hmm. but how I feel in this moment about this person has nothing to do with whether or not Jesus has called me to love them. Mm. How I feel about this person's choices, the way they dress, how their breath smells, Come on now. what Probably color hair they got has nothing to do with the Imago day. Come on. And so I'm going to put it aside, set yourself aside long enough, right? Look it up. It's in the Bible. Set yourself <laughs> aside that, that feelings part of yourself. And then later go back. Okay. Why did I have that reaction to that person? Mm -hmm. And also I think one of the things with going back with the, um, walking rightly, mm -hmm. um, when you first learn to take steps, when a human being first learns to take steps, we fall. Like there's a natural progression of like, we fall down, right? but we, we get, get up. up. Um, 
And I think when we are practicing these, these principles, when we're putting these things into motion, there's going to be a natural period of time where we are falling. Mm -hmm. We are, because it's something we're learning to do again, we're figuring it out, but you don't, you don't start out trying to run. And I think with Christians, a lot of times we, especially this American sense of like accomplishment and showing it off on social media. Well, if I can get to the tippity top, like if I can be running this race, no, you have to start one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. You have to start daily practicing the thing that you say you're about. Come on. And pick the one thing. Like I think for me, it's, I have a list of things that I want to grow in. Mm -hmm. I can't take the list and say, I'm going to start doing all these things today. Come on. I have to say, okay, well, the one thing I really want to work on, I need to shut my mouth. (laughs) And so I now have to practice that. I have to say every day, okay, the times I'm tempted to speak up and say things a certain way. And in the process, my feelings change. It's crazy how, like, we think our feelings are fixed. Like, I feel this way, this way I feel about it, and that's it. It's not. No. The more you start to do the right thing, actions first, your feelings will follow the right action the righteousness will change the mental state that you have so good and vice versa if you start thinking rightly about something oh this is good and god says this is good and i believe what god said and god is truthful and so why wouldn't his word be true in my life then that will start to change the way you act yeah that's good i i kind of have two thoughts and then i'm i'll shut my mouth i threw all that in no that was good (laughs) just in response though two things that, that kind of stirred um, one was the, the practice, right? The taking the steps. So there was a book by, uh, this, this monk called brother Lawrence and he, um, like brother Lawrence or like, however you want to say it, my brother, Larry, L bro, dog, Larry That's my bro, bro, my bro L. Um, <laughs> but no brother Larry, he wrote a <laughs> brother Lawrence. <laughs> he wrote a book called practicing the presence of God. And it's a book about spiritual discipline. It's about, um, literally how do you take this concept of being in the presence of God and how do you um, put it into practice in your daily life. Now it's really old and ancient, but if you like reading stuff, read that. It's really good. Um, but um, that thought of practicing has, has this connection to transformation. Like the more you practice, the more you change. And, and just exactly what you were saying, C.S. Lewis has a quote in Mere Christianity. And I'm going to butcher the quote, but I'm paraphrasing. He says, um, every time you make a decision, you're turning that central part of you either into something more heavenly or something more hellish. Mm. And so every time you make a decision to shun the bad and accept the good, to accept the grace of God and to reject selfishness, that central part of who you are, that, that central character that, that God is crafting in you, you're participating with the Holy Spirit and that's shifting away from selfishness and self-gain and self-centeredness good. and it's shifting towards um, the things of the Lord. And so it may not seem today like you can become this, this believer in your heart that you've, you know, that you want to be the, the people that you idolize that have been like, you know, missionaries and planning churches or whatever. Right. Maybe it's just grandma who prayed deeply every day. You're like, ah, oh, I can never be like that. Well, it, they didn't start that way. They started by making decisions daily, mm-hmm. little decisions that helped shift their, their fulcrum, right. Helped mm-hmm. shift the balance away from themselves and toward the things of the Lord. And so um, just to empower you, you have that ability. Yeah. You have the ability to, to say no to self, to pick up your cross and to die daily. And so, mm-hmm. um, I guess just to, to cl- my, my last kind of thoughts is just, um, accept whatever, whatever state you're in now, just know that's not where you're going to be. Um, 
but don't stay there. Like yeah. the Lord doesn't want you to stay there. He's going to help you. Um, so just whatever that next decision is, um, allow yourself to shift a little closer to discipline, a little closer to that person that you say you want to be. I think that's good. I, I, I love that as a, as a wrap up. And I honestly, starting with identifying for yourself, what that end goal is, of mm. course, yes, as a believer, I want to be more like Jesus. I want to um, be so purified in my heart and my mind that what I think about and what I do and what I say is aligned with Jesus. Yes, that's, that's the end goal. But even for you, what, what other goals get you closer to that? Mm-hmm. Write those down. And um, one of the things that uh, we were talking about too was um, before we started recording was like, uh, f- like feast and, and fasting. Like there are those seasons where you have an abundance of like what, whatever it is, uh, people to pour into you or motivation. You have a, yeah. You have that abundance. Um, and then there's seasons where you don't, and we have to cultivate that character that keeps us the same throughout having mm-hmm. that integrity so that whether okay. I, what is it? Paul said it, whether I have much or little, um, whatever it is that you still find that contentment in God. And so when you are making that list, don't, I, I will encourage you. And I, I guess maybe, um, uh, not warn you, but you know what I'm saying. Um, don't make the list subjective to what you're going through now. Mm. And don't make it thinking that it's going to be the same in the future. Yeah. Make that list just as objectively as you can with other people um, holding you accountable so that you're looking at this list um, with the right character yeah. behind it. Not just that momentary motivation to be or do something different. If that, I hope that makes sense. Cause it, it does. And it, if it don't comment, we'll answer hey, questions. Yes. So well, yeah. yeah, this has been the Nick Smith podcast. We hope this episode has connected you to living truth. Be, be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith podcast. We are so glad that you joined us and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.